So this month we read You by Caroline Kepnes. The show paints him more as like an anti-hero. He talks about how fierce his passion and his love is. Where the book is, you know he's an antagonist. But then later, scheming, brutal, bloodthirsty. And Joe just straight up is a stalker. And so with that, we bid you adieu for people who don't want to get into spoilers. Mm -hmm. And those of you who are sticking with us, a huge spoiler warning is in <laughs> effect. <laughs> Starting now. Yes. So, Benji be dead. Benji right? be dead. Benji is yeah. murdered AF. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that was just, oh, it's so rough. Um, well, well, and it's interesting because with, with that he does it in both but you you t i feel like it's almost a game in the book joe does a test he wants a reason yes. to keep benji alive mm -hmm. and so he, i had that written he, down in my notes that right. i wanted to and, talk about the tests in the show he really gives a test and he goes come on give me a reason to let you live be yeah. a good thing for society he's, he's basically begging benji in one of the scenes in the he's show like, like hey i would love <laughs> to be able to trust you and let you out of here um, and we are talking, we're going to just kind of refer to the cage earlier yeah. in the discussion when we were talking about the cage for the books. Uh, it is the same place. It is in the basement of the bookshop. Uh, and it's where they keep all of these very brittle books, which again comes up later. Mm -hmm. um, but he is then able to lock these people in this glass cage Mm -hmm. in the basement of the bookstore and the basement yeah. is soundproofed like very obviously this cage was not built just for books <laughs> no well yeah um for um the Oof. spoiler that uh as a as a quick note is that uh, joe at one time in his life was locked in here um as a teenager he, yeah. he doesn't really you don't really get a lot of joe's personal life about his dad or his mom he was practically raised by the owner of the bookshop mr mooney um which also a kind of not a vegetable in the book um mr yeah. mr mooney is kind of like a weird man himself but when joe makes a mistake um he locks him in there for three days and makes to teach him, him a lesson yep makes him read the books to teach him mm -hmm. a lesson and that's kind of where i think you can get joe joe's new personality was formed that yeah. day um and so and it's multiple times um yes. i don't remember if it says exactly like i was locked in there for a week or you know any specific time frames but it is not a rare occurrence as a teenager no. for mr mooney to lock joe in this cage and again to read the books that are in there uh it is mentioned that the first time mr mooney does this is he says something about he can't have an illiterate kid working at the bookshop mm -hmm. and so he needs to know the books um and so cutting back to benji when joe has benji in this cage both in the book and the show but it obviously gets to uh dive much deeper into it in the book joe makes benji write a list of his top five favorite books of all time mm -hmm. and Joe goes, okay, and he takes the list up to the upstairs, the little bookshop, and <laughs> of course, he has read all of these books, and so he writes a test, like an actual English class test for these books, and is making Benji take these tests, and it turns out Benji hasn't read any of them. Nope. And I just, I thought that was really interesting, because it's very very briefly mentioned uh in the show it, basically it is just a 
one-liner thrown out there where he's like oh so you haven't read any of these books and then that's it it doesn't really Mm -hmm. go into those tests at all just um benji in both has a club soda company i love this test i love it and so joe gives him a test of three cups with club soda in them and he has to drink them and say which one is his company's club soda and that's really the only one that they go into in the show i would say yeah and and what i love about that is because both tests in the book it's to the tests are the same to discover if there's more to benji than the image he portrays mm-hmm. is he more the than this rich boy this yeah this entitled individual this yeah. druggie is there more to him and joe wants to know that i feel like in the book he does the test just to be like just to prove i know you're this Mm -hmm. and so i just want to prove it where in the show it's he's like dude please give me something and i'll let you go some reason yeah and so i love the soda test because what happens is he gives him the three cups like you said says which one is your home soda um and benji goes you're tricking me none of them are and he goes you're right i was like crap (laughs) yeah he's like he's like they all taste like crap none of them are mine he goes you're right i was tricking you they're all yours and Mm -hmm. benji loses his mind because he's like no you're lying you're not and he goes which proves to me you've never even tasted your own damn product and so he hasn't read any of his favorite books nope uh he has this one line that i thought was actually really interesting I don't remember if it's also in the show, but in the book, when Joe finally says, hey, I've given you these tests. You haven't got a single answer right. I know that you haven't read these books. Why are they on your list? And Benji says something along the lines of, it's possible to read a book without having read it. I wanted and he to talks throw about, the I've book. read about the books. And so I've basically read the books. And as a bookworm, I was like taken aback. Like, sir, that is not the same. It did hurt, but yeah. I, but we can but we can probably both admit we probably did that with play reports in high school where maybe we forgot to read a play and just did a quick synopsis too. Oh, please. <laughs> we spoiler alert for our relationship we went to high school together yes plays are such fast reads did you really not read the plays for trauma okay maybe it wasn't high school i'm offended retroactively offended sometimes in my college classes i sadly admit for any of my professors that listen there were some books some plays that i put off at the last second and maybe they were longer than i thought they were and so i did some synopsis things so i understood where benji was yet i understood what benji said but the thing (laughs) is is it it did hurt me because as a book reader no no i can't do that for a book and so when he said that i was like how dare you lie and then i'm like well he's always yeah he's an ass that's that's just what we've known and so so joe gets benji out of the way and the next big obstacle is Peach's, or I'm sorry, is Beck's best friend, Peach. The Regina George. The Regina George of it all. <laughs> and yeah, she's rough. <laughs> and, and that's what I'll say like, with, with showing her. The same thing that's the constant is you, the reason why she has such a, such a thing to get Joe out of the picture is she is secretly in love with Beck. She is closeted and obsessively obsessed, just like Joe, just like Joe. Um, To the point she has inappropriate pictures of her stashed. Yes, that Mm -hmm. I didn't remember that in the show. Was that in the show? It is in the show, but it's uh, 
very different. So in the book, it's Polaroids. So you know, like, Peach was there and pulled out a camera and took these pictures. Um, in the show, he steals her laptop. Yeah, and it's, mo- finds, it's more... Uh, pictures that could be blackmail, could be an obsession. Right. It's le- it's led to believe that it's almost more, like, tasteful, where in the mm-hmm. book, there's one of them is straight up uh, Beck having sex with a guy on the beach. Yeah. And she got a picture of this. And I was like, well, one for one thing, why? And one was like, okay, sex on the beach is a little... I mean, I know it's a great it's drink and all, but everywhere. it's... A, it's, it's... <laughs> no. Nope. No. Yes. And so... It's, it's this horrible <laughs> obsession. And with the vulgar language, like I said, is, mm-hmm. is for people who stuck around, is Joe in the book has much more colorful language. Um, yes. he, he constantly drops the F-bomb more. He, uh, he And not just colorful language as far as swearing, but as far descriptions. as... Descriptions. Yes, as far as um, some descriptive words about Beck's body. And yes. about his body and things yes. that are just, they are very intense. Well, because like in, because <laughs> I'll say, because referring to the pictures is, uh, uh, reading it, I always was like, why do you describe it this way, Joe? But like, you knew that these are the pictures that uh, Peach pleasured herself to of yeah. Beck to show how obsessed she was. And he said he could tell there were quote unquote lady juices on the pictures yeah. and you're just like i i, I gagged when he said sentence. that i was like dude <laughs> why and so that's just how just murky his language mm-hmm. was and it really did make him more of a creep in my eyes because yeah. the, he he would say these just so off the cuff like it was just like he's always said it and i'm like joe come on be a little more held back and and so pretend to Peach be a little beca- bit embarrassed <laughs> yeah um and he and peach the whole time are kind of playing a game of cat and mouse with each other right where he's playing that with beck to a certain extent because he is chasing her and wanting her in his life and you know that sort of thing but he's playing it with peach in the sense that especially by this point they both know to a certain extent that they are very similar they mm-hmm. both know that their interest in Beck is very similar. Yes. Um, just these things. And it kind of switches who's the cat and who's the mouse. And it switches right. back and forth. And it's just, it is a very interesting part of the story for me. Um, yeah, it just, it gets a little bit more descriptive than I think it needs to be at times. Y- yes. And, and, uh, and with... With that, what I what I kind of liked about the book, um, it ma- made it a little repetitive, but the show made all the storylines blend easily. Like everything, kind of like some things were told about in the beginning, they rolled off naturally. Where in a lot the book, of things were happening at the same time. Right, where the book yeah. it's obstacle to obstacle. So it's Benji, we got some time with Joe and Beck. Oh, now it's Peach, we got some time with Joe and Beck, and then we eventually will get to Doctor Nikki. And then it's Joe and Beck again. And so it's this constant of like, he has a, he has a victory. Oh God, here's the second person. He has a victory. Mm -hmm. Oh, here's the next person. I got. And in between he'll have a couple of weeks or even maybe a month with Beck where everything is perfect. Perfect. Like honeymoon phase relationship. (laughs) Lovely. Um, But yeah. So eventually uh, he and Peach have a physical altercation and he does overpower her uh, mm-hmm. and is 
able to kill Peach as well um, in a way that they are very different methods in the book and in the show. The book um, had me but, shocked with how they did yeah. it in there because it's just... Um, but um, both are, are appearing to be suicide. Well, yeah, it it has... um. Because the constant with Peach's storyline in both is she believes she has a stalker. And this Mm -hmm. is brought up before Joe. But what Joe does is he uses this as an opportunity to... Because apparently it's not the first time she's had a stalker. Right. And Mm -hmm. then... And you don't know because even Joe goes, what if she's lying? What if this was for attention? Because she constantly wants Beck's attention. And so... There is a moment when Peach, uh, sorry, Joe is following Peach. She runs every morning. So Mm -hmm. he starts to run with her um, and he gets that runner's high and that runner's high kind of takes over for a second. And when he just starts to think of Peach and the lies and how vindictive she is, he kind of loses control for a moment and whacks her across the back of the head with a rock. And -hmm. you think he's taking care of her right then and there. And you were talking earlier about the incidents where he afterwards says, oh, didn't necessarily mean to do no. that. Did not. Yes. Uh, okay, well, she's dead now. I had better get out of here. Um, and then it turns out she's not. <laughs> no, she was she's found. It's just a knock on the head. And so she believes the stalker's around. And so what's interesting about um, the, the difference between the death of Peach in the book and the situation is that, uh, you, as you said earlier, Beck goes off on a vacay with Peach. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes on a vacay and it's to one of her other rich houses. It's just the two of yeah. them. Peach and is from a very famous, very wealthy family. Yes. And so and she has homes everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and and I was very surprised with how much that was an added element. Because in it, simply, it's Joe follows. He follows. He does get in a car accident. Um, mm-hmm. Because in both stories, there's different reasons, but in both versions, Joe gets physically beat up before he goes on this trip. In the book, it's Curtis, because he fired Mm -hmm. Curtis, and Curtis comes back with some bros. Curtis thinks wrongfully. Yes. Yes. Um, And he comes back with some bros and beats up Joe and then leaves in the show. And I had a note about that because Joe, it's chapter 30 when that happens. Yes. And uh, Joe makes a specific comment because I want to say it's only two or three chapters after Benji's death and after he has to take care of the body and all of that. And so he has this break in at the store and this mugging from his former employee. And he has a specific line where he says, well, at least now I've paid for Benji. Because he thinks yep. that these are equal crimes. He says that yeah. the, the break-in and the beating, he um, refers to it as atoning for Benji. Uh, um, yeah, like, he, oh, he, I'm clear now. <laughs> he, very ha- he very much has an almost supernatural belief in how... He, he, he's very much a, a karmic person. Karma mm-hmm. is real. And as long as something eventually atones for what I did, then I'm in the clear. And yeah. it's like, And again, dude, these are equal things. I was beat up in my bookstore. So I am now completely taken care of for the fact that I killed your ex-boyfriend. I, I, I murdered him. And, and it's just that more delusion in his head. Yeah. Um, but And then in the show, he gets beat up by Paco's stepdad the boyfriend um Mm -hmm. for for meddling um and then and then in both joe drives down to the house to spy on beck and peach gets in a car accident he does get in a car accident in the show as well right 
Yeah, yes. he hits a deer. <laughs> um, yeah, he hits a deer in both, and basically yeah. they they he uses that as the excuse for why he looks like crap for the rest of the while because Mm -hmm. yeah you could get injured like that he is in this car accident and it's a very rich neighborhood that he's Mm -hmm. in um like he's on a side street he's not it doesn't happen in front of someone's house but it is uh a very wealthy area that this happens and so a cop pulls him over after the accident and he has to think on his feet and try and talk his way out of this. And like, this is why I look like this. I was mugged. I, you know, all these things. In the show, he makes up a wife. Like, yeah, my wife's a doctor. She'll take care of me. Don't take me to the hospital. All these different things. And it's just, again, we were saying earlier, his mind works so quickly. And this was just one of the main examples for me where he's able to come up. And there are different stories in the book and in the show that he gives this officer. But they are just, they're so, the stories are so complex and thought Mm -hmm. out. And there's so much detail that he is able to just on the spot give this officer. And sometimes there's luck in it. Like there are a few moments I can't name specifically where something from earlier happens and he gets into a situation like this and somehow he is still holding on to something or something or something that happened maybe just two hours earlier it works to be his alibi or his excuse and to get out of the situation um and in the book i was very surprised with how personal it got because in the book he basically walks from the accident to the house and he meets the cop afterwards Mm -hmm. and the cop takes him to a hospital the cop asks some questions feels bad for him yeah. get, uh, get, like it takes him under his wing kind of for the night yeah. like takes him to uh the train station so he can get back home mm-hmm. uh, like you said takes him to the hospital sits with him in the emergency room while he gets stitches and yeah it's it's crazy how and then much. he yeah and it's just like he makes a friend out of this crap and then the guy drops the car off at a shop says they'll Mm -hmm. repair it and give you a deal and then he's about to put joe on the train and then once the cop leaves joe goes back to the house to continue his work um and then ends up killing peach like this is the same trip yeah it's the same trip and it ends up and i'd say it's just it's a little more i won't go too into detail about it because it is shocking in reading it but in the show basically peach realizes that joe's in the house they have a altercation after beck is gone i think it's important to say that Beck is not here for this in the show version beck left because basically uh peach tried to seduce beck beck got Mm -hmm. uncomfortable beck left and so then um joe gets caught by peach and she then believes you're my stalker because you want to get rid of me and she pulls a gun and basically they wrestle for it and gun goes off and he takes care of peach in the book it is more of um Beck is actually still in the house, but she's mm-hmm. a, she's asleep. Peach goes out for a little morning run and goes and out to... And he stages to, a full and suicide. He's, yes, he stages yeah. an attack. He basically jumps her on this beach. It's a little more violent in how he takes care of her and mm-hmm. then stages the suicide. And then, uh, you know, writes an email from Beck's phone to Peach saying she's going off to have, you know, her own time to be her own person. And Beck... Practically un- sending beck what becomes the suicide note and un and a little surprising on beck's part for me which showed more of that selfishness 
she stays in the house because in she the does. email, <laughs> and, Joe, then, and then steals bathrobes that right because they're uh, Ritz Carlton from the from the Ritz. The, yeah, from the Ritz. <laughs> I and, that was really uh, funny, actually. I was like, I was like, wow, Beck. Okay, your friend just said she's gone after you guys had a fight. Really, and so um, they've had fights before. That wasn't right. The biggest issue that I took no. with Beck. Um, no, no, no. I, 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 so. For me, it's how how events actually are done in a different order in at the end because then the next obstacle becomes dr nikki Mm -hmm. dr nikki is beck's therapist um who's actually not a doctor says the book (laughs) um he's trained but he's not legally a doctor um Uh he's he studied psychology so yeah just (laughs) Um, no phd right and so um basically what ends up is after the peach moments um how it kind of plays is the difference between the show book is to get it out of the way we do learn that beck had an affair with her therapist mm-hmm. she slept with dr and Nikki, that's kind had of an a affair. long story how you find that and it is different right. in book and uh show and so yeah. i it's how it changes beck in both versions how she's more sympathetic is that after peach her and joe do kind of finally have uh the perfect relationship mm-hmm. um uh, I'd say on the show was the breakup before Peach's death or after? After. After. So yeah. they have the perfect relationship, but Beck starts getting distant, and then Joe gets caught following her. She says, "You can't accuse me of cheating. We need trust." Breaks up with him, um, yeah. and then there's this long while where Joe dates another girl, and then he and Beck. Who get back you to... did not like? In no, it, well, in the book, she's <laughs> better in the show. It, I'll say what's interesting is that book they make Karen it a more. Yes, they. Uh, he dates a girl named Karen Minty, um, who's very eccentric, very wild, and kind of what Joe needed as to take his mind off things. Um, because what Joe, because Joe, they does, would have actually, I think, been a very good match if he yes. was able to forget about Beck, which I think is really important. Um, mm-hmm. to well, yeah, the and character I did... of Joe in both the book and the show, their relationship goes on pretty far, like. He meets her family. They date months. for at months least... Months they date. Yeah, I want to say it's like six months or so mm. that he and Beck are broken up and he's dating Karen. And you can see that they would have made a really good couple and would have been very successful together. Yeah, because Karen is, uh, in the book, just someone he meets at the train station. Because what, what Joe does is to when he believes that Beck is cheating on him with the therapist, he then fakes being a patient for Dr. Nikki and, mm-hmm. you know, tries to use that to abuse. But then he realizes, I like therapy. I feel better. Yeah, <laughs> therapy's so, good. Go figure. And so he f- meets this girl at Subway. He just stares at her and she goes, why are you staring at me? He goes, I don't know. And I then, like staring at you. And she's like, ex- okay. That's hot. And then they go to a bar and they hook up. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think in the show it's longer. In the book, they said it's only he dates her for two months, I think. Mm. Uh, Yeah, I I think it is longer in the show. And so in the show, what it is, is Karen is actually the sister to Paco's mother. And so I didn't remember what the relationship is, but she is often with Paco's mom and uh, is in the apartment with them. 
trying yeah, to kind of chase Ron off. Right. And so if I'm correct, I'm pretty sure she's Paco's mom's mother. So she's the aunt. And that's how he meets her. And they have a great relationship. And so... I want to say she might this, be a co-worker. I think... Because they're both nurses in the show. Oh, right, right, right. So then I, I want to say that. they work at the same hospital. Right. So that there's still a connection there that's more personal. And he dates her for a while. But then he starts... Um, in the show, he starts having an affair with Beck again. Because she... <laughs> And where in the in the book he just dumps Karen because he he misses Beck, um, mm-hmm. but eventually they get back together, and the difference is is that in the show Joe says I always need to trust my instinct, and he confronts Doctor Nikki as a mugger, and finds out that they had the affair, um, but lets dur- him go. When right, he, lets him go. That's important to note. He starts yeah. basically he's going to. His plan is he's going to attack Dr. Nikki. Um, I want to say once a week he does more charity work in kind of mm-hmm. a rough part mm-hmm. of town. Yes. And so he comes up and attacks him as a mugger and plans to kill him on the street and says that he will have died nobly on his uh, night of doing just, charity. Just by a druggie and yeah. that, that would have been it. And Beck calls right when he starts going after Dr. Nikki and he lets him go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then later does learn that he was correct and that Nikki and Beck had been having the affair. Yes. And so what changes how Beck is seen as a sympathetic character is that in the show, he finds out that they were having the affair uh, while they were dating, but she ended it with um, the first time they were dating. They broke up. She ended it. And then they get back together. He finds out. And she yeah. says, I love you. it's not happening anymore. Right. It's not happening anymore. I cut it off, but I love you. And then it's a moment of, oh, yay, we're happy. In the book, it's when they get back together, because there is the long time apart, she has the affair on the second round of them together. During I think it's both. That. I want to say she and Nikki are on and off again during yes. both. Yes. It's, it's, very hint, it's very hinted at. But it's when they get back together, it's clearly happening. And then he finds out. And mm-hmm. he finds these secret emails between the two of them where she's like, I'm trying to yeah. leave Joe. Like Nikki bought her a brand new laptop with a different that Joe, email address. That Joe like was talking about getting her. Yeah. And so, so you just and so what changes the sympathy is that you see that Beck realized I cheated, I was wrong, I want your forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Book Beck is I cheated because I like to manipulate. And it's very much said that. Yes. When, so after that fact, uh, she finds kind of mementos that Joe mm-hmm. has kept from Benji and Peach. And she also does end up down in the cage. Um, which again, the whole first part of the book, he's comparing her to these books that are so fragile and will be so brittle and fall apart if they're not taken care of. And she ends up in the cage with the books to be taken mm-hmm. care of. And at that time, he is giving her a test, uh, kind of like he gave Benji, but it's about her relationship with Dr. Nikki. And basically it comes out, I didn't write down any of these quotes. And my husband was laughing at me, actually. I was flipping through the book after I finished it, trying to find these quotes, and I couldn't find them again. Yeah. But she says something along the lines of, uh, I he left his wife and I told him 
he was stupid to do that. Like, I wanted him to leave his wife, but I didn't want him to leave his wife for me. Like, I don't want to be a stepmom. No, I, yeah, yeah. I don't so want it's... this relationship. I just wanted him to want me enough to leave his wife. Yeah, and, and it's the thing where it's like she has that recognition. She she knows that about herself, so you know she's not playing dumb. She, she just really uh, likes feeling chased. Attention. It's very yeah. much attention. Um, and so People the, reaching yeah. for her. Yeah, because I, cause I finished it r- right before we started this. And so, yeah, it's the email says, she goes, I don't know if I could be a stepmom. And Nikki replies, well, I just told my wife that we're having an affair. So now I'm screwed on the street and you're an immature child. And he yeah. cuts it right off right there. And she's and, like, shouldn't have done that. Sorry, sucks to suck. <laughs> right. And so she admits to Joe, you know, you're seeing me as this great writer. I don't want to be that. I want to be an actress. And he's like, no, that's not your path. And she's basically saying he learns that she's a lazy, immature brat in the book. Where in yeah. the show, what's kind of nice is that she does keep with her writing. She is mm-hmm. passionate about it. So when she's in the cage, he actually gives her a typewriter and she starts writing yeah. their story. She... And the last big thing and the last big difference I did want to talk about was actually that. Because he takes this thing that she's writing while in the cage and you find out it's mostly a manipulation. She's writing hers and Joe's story, but as if it's hers and Dr. Nikki's. Um, right. As if she went to his weekend house on the lake somewhere mm-hmm. and found these mementos and he had been stalking her and he had been obsessed. And she's basically saying like, you can't be in jail because someone needs to take care of Paco and that's going to be us. And so you're going to let me out. You're not going to go to jail. I'm going to hand this in and it's going to implicate Nikki, and this is your way out. Yeah, she's... And that's she, not in the book. She writes a novel alibi for mm-hmm. Joe to say we can be together, and he buys it. In the book, no. In the book, she basically admits, yeah, I'm a fraud. I'm a lazy child. I don't... I, I, you're, you're in love with the wrong woman. You, you built the fantasy of me. And it Which also is interesting, of... because I actually have a quote written down from really early on in the book... Uh, let's see, page 29, he's talking about Beck and is saying that she's more invested in being a writer, accepting compliments and drinking whiskey than you are at writing, which I think it's really interesting because then in the end, she's like, I don't want to be a writer. And he saw that in the very beginning of the book, but he's so invested in the story of Guinevere Beck that he had basically written in his mind around her that he's like no that's not true you're a writer (laughs) yeah and and it's just and and at the end there when he has her in the cage the the constant no 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 you you don't know who you are i know who you are and you're just like joe you don't and you feel sorry for him because he's just so lost and gone and that he manipulated himself into believing this fantasy um Mm -hmm. and And don't get us wrong don't sympathize right. with no, no, Joe no, no, too no, no. much. Not, he, not at all. He still has it's, his girlfriend in a cage. Yes, <laughs> you, you just you you see that it's just that's where Caroline yeah. I think does such a good job of this guy's a freak. He's creepy, and near and even at the end when he reaches the peak of that insanity, you still feel this little bit of a of a tug of like, sorry Joe, <laughs> like like yeah. it could have been something else. And so, and so sadly, you know after. Uh, after all of that, what ends up happening and what's still also different in the end is that how it leads to 
uh, Beck's death is Joe mm-hmm. does end up killing Beck because um, he can't, she doesn't want to be with him, obviously. One too and many escape attempts. From exactly. Yeah. Um, in, in the show, it's simple where she builds that alibi with the book, says, come in here and like kiss me, love me. And as soon as he opens the door, she whacks him, locks him in the cage. There's a, a safe key, but yeah. the door out of the basement's locked. And he grabs her, fades to black, uh, well, cuts to black, really. And then all of a sudden, it's an epilogue where he published that book she wrote. Well, he sent it to one of her friends in her writing right. classes. And she was like, I just knew that this was so important. <laughs> and I sent it to my literary agent immediately. And so I, it I gets guess... published. I didn't remember Blythe actually being in the show. <laughs> yeah, Blythe is a character we haven't talked about. And at this point, we've been rambling long enough. We're not really going to go into too much else. But Blythe no. is a lot to handle. But she is a treat. And I yes. forgot how much I liked her. <laughs> the, the cutest thing is, that, yeah, she's she's simply a girl in Beck's writing class that yeah. Beck doesn't like. Because um, they're Until both kind of at each other. she very much likes her. <laughs> right. Kind of at each other's throats. I think the cutest yeah. thing is that they set Ethan and Blythe up together in the book, and all of a sudden they're like a perfect match, even though in they're the polar show, opposites. Too, they get together. It's not oh, as much they... of a blind date, but oh, I don't remember they that. They meet at um, Beck's uh, birthday party. Oh yes, 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 yes. Okay. Which also, total side note, I want that birthday party. <laughs> it's oh, so yeah. cool. He throws her a birthday party where it's literary themed and it's held at the bookstore, and everyone has to come to the party dressed as their favorite yes, literary character. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm like. When is my birthday coming up? <laughs> Please. <laughs> I remember that now. Um, um, but anyway, so this book gets published, and it's very cut, wrap, print. She wrote what happened to her, and now she's dead. And so... The, incriminates Nikki. Yeah, the cops go, and they arrest Nikki for her murder. Um, and for the, the murder, I think, of Benji. That too, yes. Yeah. Um, and so then what the book does that's different is that... Instead, he does a second test with Beck where he goes, we're going to read something we've never read, and it's a joke. In the very beginning, they joke about how only the most stereotypical reader will read Dan Brown's The Da Vinci Code. And And how it's probably the only book that neither of them have read. Right. And so he gives her a copy. He has a copy. She's in the cage. He's out. And they read it together. And Which, again, you... if she wasn't in a cage, could be such a sweet thing. Like, yes, reading this exactly. book together, have your own copies. And <laughs> he talks about, oh, you're going to get out of here, and we're still going to get married. And one day, we're going to have a home, and these two books are going to be on the shelf next to each other. Our copies <laughs> of The Da Vinci Code. Because she plays along, yeah. and, um, and, like, you know, it's written in a way where if we weren't, you know, sympathetic and understanding that Beck's in a horrible situation, you would think, why the hell is she still falling in love with him? She's not. She's playing. She's toying. And And it turns out she doesn't even read the book. And so he finds that out later. Um, And so it kind of brings it back to Benji, where the whole time in the beginning of the story, when Benji is still kind of in the picture, he's saying like, why are you with this guy? Like, he's so different from you. He's not good for you. All of these things. And then the very final thing is so reminiscent of Benji. It's the very last thing before she dies. And I thought that was really interesting. It just puts the most sour taste in his mouth and he snaps. Um, Because even when they finish the book, they talk about it. And what's really surprising um, 
which I, I, I don't know if this would be realistic, but you know, maybe it's for full desperation, is that when after they finish the book, Beck seduces and sleeps with Joe one last time in the cage. She convinces him to come in, they sleep together, they fall asleep, and then when Beck goes to the bathroom to clean up, she, uh, Joe goes to the bathroom to clean up, Beck runs to the front door trying to get out but she's still locked inside and then that's when it escalates to the i didn't read the book i didn't do this and her death is in full detail and it is brutal it's brutal yeah i was really surprised with how and and it just proves of how much of joe's the antagonist you are following the antagonist um because like i said in the show cuts to black and then you see her book on the display cases and yeah you're just kind of left to understand what happened yes um Um, and it just in in the book when i read it i was like wow and then you get one more chapter of him getting rid of her body i was gonna say the last thing that i want to make sure we touch on is that last chapter it's only i want to say three or four pages it's very short um but it is him burying Beck's body. And in both the book and the show, again, it's very different how it happens, but he knows that he's basically going to frame Dr. Nikki for it. Mm-hmm. And so he goes pretty close by to this weekend house on the lake for Dr. Mm-hmm. Nikki. And that's where he's going to bury Beck. And when that is happening, he's actively digging a grave in the middle of a wooded area and there's a wedding happening right next to him Mm -hmm. you can hear the music he's watching the bride and groom have their first dance and this whole time it's kind of this last moment of trying to feel sympathy for joe where he's like Mm -hmm. we were gonna have that like you and i even talked about it this was going to be our first dance song was i don't remember what it was but like we talked about what our first dance would be we were gonna Mr. Mooney would have given us the bookshop and Mm -hmm. all of these things. He's talking about their wedding as he is burying her. And every paragraph in that chapter is like he goes on that when he, you know, one paragraph's about the song, one paragraph's about their future. Um, Kind of dress she would have worn. Right. Crazy craziness. And then he ends each of those paragraphs with, but we can't because you're dead. And at this every time, and you're just like, he's not letting go and then the final chapter is the setup for differently than i think if if the book actually carries off the second book carries off where this ends where mm-hmm. season two is a complete different departure um i think it will be yeah i'm interested in one of his final in one of the last few chapters when he's not yet aware that yes they are having the affair but he suspects um he meets a girl named amy adam who comes into the bookstore um so without the s uh, yes amy adam but not not this right <laughs> singular adam and they they have their own meet cute and mm-hmm. you're feeling it start again and you kind of like this girl you're like oh who's this sweet girl and then she's gone and then he's like no 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 but I'm with Beck. And then the story continues. So the final chapter is Amy Adam comes to the store again. And Only he... it's like a week or so after Beck has died. It's uh, very soon after, I want to say. Uh, I think it's a couple months. Is it? It's not uh, in the uh, show. No, in, in the show, it's very, very recent. Um, let me um, see. But anyway, she comes into the bookstore and it ends where it began with him saying hello you and you're here now and so it's just it's wild let Um, me see 
I don't remember giving an exact timeline, I guess. Um, but I think that is probably a good place to end the main yes. discussion. I think it says three months. It's been three months since she passed. Three months. Okay. Um, so it's still too soon. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. I was just um, trying to remember what it was. Um, but yeah, and those are kind of the big differences. The, the last mm-hmm. one, I think an element we completely missed, which will make the show different and the future books different. Uh, I'm really surprised we forgot about it. Candace. We didn't forget about it. I was actually kind of leaving her out. Okay. Um, partially just because we were going pretty in-depth on other things and just time-wise. Right. Um, <laughs> but yes, his ex-girlfriend, Candace, who you find out he also murdered, um, yeah. is brought up a lot during this first <laughs> book as far as he's having dreams about her. And when he's in Peach's home before that, you know, big mishap happens, he is talking about how he's having visions of Candace and it's just really big. Um, yeah, it's this, it's very sprinkled in the book. The show does flashbacks and stuff, Mm -hmm. um, but it's very sprinkled. And I'd say the, the differences between the show and the book, which I am surprised, but it did good drama for the show. Um, leading into season two is that he, he did kill Candace. Um, it's very clear he killed her, but it's so interesting because he, the the hints are there in the book but they're almost like just said so passive aggressively like he talks about her brother and it's like well her brother doesn't miss her or something like that and you're just like well why would he miss her where is she joe until he reviews she's dead Mm -hmm. um in the book he i mean the show he thought he killed her and in the finale of season one of the show she's alive and wants Mm -hmm. to now screw and then becomes a big part of season two which was another reason i hadn't brought her up too too much yet because i'm interested right. to if we read the second book i'm interested to see what kind of comes from that right. in the second book which we will read probably not right away no we're gonna try and do uh lots of different genres so yes. we won't do that right away we'll probably do it closer to when the third book comes out which was announced for this coming april Yes, um, yes. The second book is Hidden Bodies, and the third is You Love Me. Um, mm-hmm. And it comes so, out April sixth, twenty twenty. Yes, um, which is good. She plans it to be four, um, nice. and so uh, so far it's been every two years. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, this has been. I want to say what was it? Twenty six. This was five years because she did a book in between, book two mm-hmm. and three, um, a standalone. So. Who knows? And then in another two or possible three years will be the fourth book, and we'll see what happens in Joe's story. I don't know how his story will end. I don't know how, how it will possibly intrigued. go. Um, so, Dana, what do you think? Would what do you, I think? Would you recommend this book? Would you reread this book again in the future, see if you got different things from it? I would what think... What are your overall thoughts? Overall... Um, I definitely am mad that I watched it first because I, <laughs> yeah. I always I always want to follow that rule of I'll read it first. Um, most of the time I never do just because of patience or because maybe family's like we're gonna watch that movie. I'm like I can't. It's a book, and but we end up watching it. Yeah. Um, 
So once I got past the first 10 pages that were very much the same as the show, it became a different book. And I very much enjoyed seeing Joe's story with Beck because that's what the book was, is it was Joe and Beck's story where the show, it was more Joe's story of how do I get rid of these people that I see are horrible so I can get this prize, that I can mm. get this girl. And so I definitely recommend it for the fact of someone who likes darker stories. I know there aren't a lot of people who do. Um, I remember when I, growing up, I was always like Dexter and people were like, you, you, why do you like that? And I'm like, I like dark things. It's fun. And he's technically know. good. I don't like <laughs> horror movies, but I like thrillers. I feel like there's a difference. Right. There's, yes, and... there's the jump scares and there's the psychological scares. And I, I think they draw very different people to them. Yes, I would say this, this book is... is really good for people who enjoy true crime, mm -hmm. uh, who enjoy things like Dexter, um, are thriller readers. I think it's just, it was a really interesting thing, even with having watched it first. I think it was right. really interesting going back and kind of touching back on this story that, again, I watched it a couple years ago now. I hadn't yeah. seen season one again. Um yeah, I, I would highly recommend it. Yeah, for, and, and it's not for everyone, with how, but <laughs> no, no, definitely not. And, and then the uh, just the fact of how much darker it is as the literature is yes. is the show. Like I said, the show it's very much like you you're almost watching that. I'm trying to think like a uh, Gossip Girl that like almost like it Lifetime is very Tea Gossip Girl or that, um, Pretty Little Liars where that, there's it's. it's thrilling it has some really scary parts but it's also kind of following these characters that you kind of like and there's fun they go to brunch at one point <laughs> so i yes i would say unless you are someone who just really enjoys thrillers um mm -hmm. unless you're someone that has already read or i'm sorry has already seen the show and wants to learn more or unless you're someone who it sounds interesting and you don't really care about the show. Yep. Uh, outside of those circumstances, I might even say read, or I'm sorry, uh, watch the show first, just because it is a little bit less graphic, mm -hmm. uh, both as far as the sexual language, as far yep. as the deaths, like everything is a little bit less graphic than it is in the book. And yeah. so maybe if you're nervous, I would say start with the show and see if you want to go on from there. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it, it's really well done. Cause yeah, like I said, I got sucked in, in the first 10 minutes and I was very surprised cause it was a show that I was like, eh, I don't, you're telling me it's a love story about a stalker. That sounds stupid. And then first 10 minutes yes. in, I was like, I was like, this is a genius. And so I, I, I love Caroline Kepnes for bringing the story to life. It's very well mm -hmm. done. Um, and I do think it will probably be easier for me to get through the second book because it sounds like it is a much, much different than the season that it's yes. based. I'm th very it's interested in that one. Bases itself off of it. Um, and so, yeah, I'd say, and, and if you're in the spoiler section and you haven't seen either, I don't know what you were doing. Yeah, but why are hey, you here? <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I do that myself too. But if you have not read it, yeah. have not watched it, or if you've only done one side of it, do the other. It's recommended. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'd say that for our first episode of the same page, I think we can successfully agree that we are on it. <laughs> we are on the same page, yes. 
go read you and check out the second book as well. We'll get there eventually. And mm -hmm. in our next episode... We can put uh, links to purchase them on Amazon in the description as well. Yes, uh, yes. Just if you are interested and wanting to find your own copy. Um, and then is there any social media or anything you would like to plug for you uh nothing social media i'd say i i'd recommend that uh check back in because we discussed about possibly doing um where we said that we want these episodes to be bi-weekly where we discuss the books in between mm -hmm. weeks we are talking about doing check-in episodes yeah um where we'll we'll reveal what book we're reading for the next discussion mm -hmm. um we'll see how we talk about left. if we're reading anything else you know what alongside else in the meantime i will say i do a bit more reading than you as far as i will probably have more books uh, <laughs> yes, <you laughs> will. on the go than you will but yeah any anything you want to no i got no plugs okay. uh i don't um, the, i the only social media i have is a facebook so if people are listening they <laughs> probably, probably know don't me go friend request him don't 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 don't, don't, don't go looking for me <laughs> <laughs> okay um i will say i do have a book blog if anyone is interested yes. in that that is mainly connected to an instagram account so on instagram i am at tackling underscore tbr uh and then the blog is tackling tbr.home.blog but if you go to the instagram there's links to everything else there i'm on most social media through that but yeah, that's about it. We You're are going to be on Instagram as well. At this point, when we are recording, that is still kind of being decided. Um, but if you're interested in that, the link to our page for the podcast itself will also be in the description. Yeah. <laughs> so we're really excited. She'll probably get you a lot more book recommendations with those pages. <laughs> um, this is This is a good thing for me where... Yeah, uh, your long list of books you're you're able to get through. For me, I've slacked on reading in the past few years, so this for me is going to get me back into it more. Um, I've missed it, and I've just I haven't had the time or the temperament or patience to sit down and enjoy a book. So I was really excited to when I was like, okay, let's start with something I've experienced already, and I really enjoyed that. So um, I'm glad to be back into the reading crew. <laughs> and now next month is my choice, so I get to pick uh... any book I want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only slightly afraid. <laughs> hey, I'll be nice this time. All right. Thank you all for listening, and we hope to see you next time. <laughs>